21 and a 17. Both hit. That's uh, kind of unfortunate. Yeah, it is. I'm going to die. Oh, I'm not even going to get to go. Something, something fully armed and operational battle sorcerer. Exactly. He went from being the glass cannon to being the glass death star. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so let's get some initiative rolls here. Oh boy. Oh boy is right. I just, you know, guys, I'm just not really sure I'm happy with all this peasant hate going on. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens what do we have when against you, peasants? you made us play peasants. Yes. For a while. So this is, this is just repressed peasant And we anger. died easily as a peasant. Oh, no. They're zombie monks. Chapter 292. You all gonna die. Okay. So in the last several episodes, what do we get a chance to do? Well, some of us. What do we get a chance to do? Go back to the Dragonborns? Yes. And how are things in the mountains? Sad with the death of Kravosh. Kravosh died? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> things are tense. Yes. Things are definitely uh, tense. Multi-layered levels. Things are very tense. Yeah, certain, yes. certain war leaders are... Innocently yeah. co-opting the control of the entire tribe. Yeah, shame, well, shame, shame. Of which he's completely blind to. <laughs> yeah, up upsetting the dominant paradigm, yeah. Anyway, and uh, but they had some problems up there. Uh, people were disappearing more than could be easily explained by the amount of people that normally, you know, just perish in the, in the mountains. The mountains being a, a tough place to live. And uh, so you were able to find a bunch of undead who were wandering around and, and vanquish them. But then the big question was, is it just like a Lowell moving um, the uh, undead into the area for raiding or has the white dragon turned on you? And so you had to go see the white dragon. And how did that turn out? Um, I don't believe you. Yeah. Frustrating. He didn't believe us at first. Yes. And you were without your bard to, uh, well, actually the bard wasn't very useful last time either. Hey, so, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> It's true. I would have had that. Without the bard, everyone would be dead. So yeah, I indentured an entire tribe, but the tribe lives and they should be grateful. Hey, just... without the bard, only one person almost died. Yeah. Anyway, so yes, you did treat with the white dragon. The white dragon didn't believe you. And so you uh, actually got to do what? Uh, ride a dragon. Yeah, you got to ride the dragon. And uh, so you went out on a search and what did you find? Undead. Lots More of undead, undead, a whole yeah. small army. And uh, how fast can a white dragon go through a small army of undead? Fairly quickly. About four rounds. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it, less than a minute. Yeah. It turns out. There turns were some out breath if, weapons involved. Turns out that if you have uh, a uh, a ninety foot uh, cone of uh, breath weapon that uh, can wipe things out easily, it pretty much does that. Anyway, yep. Yeah, so the uh, you were able to fight from the back of the dragon, and unfortunately, it turns out that uh, y'all dragonborn aren't nearly as uh, resilient as a giant white dragon is when it comes to being pummeled by spells and stuff like that. So, you almost lost one of your group. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that person that runs that character should start making constitution their primary stop from here on out. Owen. Well, um, it... no comment. Yeah. I didn't even know who ran that character, and I guessed it was yes. you. 
Yeah, he he did just take a full on fireball. So that, uh, that uh, no, it was the death orb. From the oh, death that's night. right. Yes, the, it was. It the, was a yeah. he went down because of a huge explosion. It wasn't yeah. like some little thing. It took a lot to. It take was him a fire out. and necrotic ball that mm-hmm. exploded. It took me from full health all the way down to negative twenty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need to play like a rogue or something. Get that evasion in there. Yes. He wouldn't have. Oh, he would have evasion for that. I think. But I think it was a constitution check, not dexterity. Oh yeah. But anyways. We are returning to the main party now, and and you know our apologies to the uh, listeners that you know we put you on a cliffhanger for okay we we we're not sorry we love doing that yeah we love putting you on a cliffhanger when uh, things are in bad shape but what had the main party done the last time we got a chance to see them uh, ran into an indefensible courtyard oh it seems very defensible <sighs> we're not full worried. of undead. We Undead were, yes. monks. We were, well, backing up a little bit, uh, we had finally joined uh, Adri and Sorzak's tale, and you had returned to your monastery, where hopefully the uh, Rings of Tremaine and the Bow of Bekraban were uh, uh, to be held somewhere in secret in the whole place. Does, does Zorzak have a tale? We, we've, we've established that, that there is not yeah. one. Yeah, I'm just curious. I for sure don't. And uh, then... Uh, we uh, made our way into the monastery, and it turns out that when you got to the tunnel, what was happening there? There's just piles of bodies. Yes. Yeah. The, the doors had been wrenched aside, and there was a, just a pile of uh, dead monks there, apparently having uh, gone and you know made a, a wall across there to defend the tunnel, but apparently to no avail. And when you got up to the main courtyard of the monastery... Uh, what beheld your eyes at that point? Well, lots of our our friends were dead, and so yes, there was bodies scattered across the courtyard. And so Sorzak and Adri, doing what any good person would do, rushed forth looking for survivors, hoping mm-hmm. you know perhaps Master Cho's alive and could explain this. Um, the rest of the party was a little slow on their feet. I mean, we're also ridiculously fast, though. On their feet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there might be something to that. But, you know, they didn't anticipate our needs, um, but we can forgive them of that. And uh, then as we were in the middle of this courtyard looking for survivors, some of the, the dead started mif- moving around. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, you sprinted to the middle of the courtyard, leaving the rest of the party uh, uh, surprised at your actions, and got about the middle of the courtyard... And all of a sudden, the bodies started to move. But the bodies at the And point. numbers of them, of the dead bodies that were lying around, just stood up with their eyes blazing. And that's where we were at the end of the last one. But something's happened in the in-between time, uh, as has been happening. You all leveled up when you made uh, it out of Kraval's tail into the uh, Adrian Sorzak tail. So why don't we go around? And uh, go ahead and list what's happened at our level 17 level up. So, Melanie, why don't you tell us what's happening with Jade on this level up? Okay. Um, I think I got a fifth level spell. Mm-hmm. I got Swift Quiver. It's the one I chose. What's Swift Quiver do? Um, I can shoot a lot, I think. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it, like, I can shoot as a bonus action as well. Oh, that's cool. And I don't use ammo or something like that well, maybe you could read it out to us so we could be sure of this because i'm totally looking it up for you right now is it a player's handbook thing or is yes. it a later yeah, sure. it is. Book. 
Sounds like Flurry of Blows, but for an archer. Sort of is, maybe not. Flurry of Arrows. Swift Quiver. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I, I transmute my quiver, so it produces an endless supply of non-magical ammunition, which seems to leap into your hand when you reach for it. On each of your turns until the spell ends, you can use a bonus action to make two attacks with a weapon that uses ammunition from the quiver each time you make such a ranged attack. Your quiver magically replaces the piece of ammunition you use with a similar piece of non-magical ammunition. Any pieces of ammunition created by the spell disintegrate when the spell ends, or if the quiver leaves your possession. Neat. So basically, you get, what, two attacks regularly, and then now you can use your bonus to action to more. make two more attacks. Well, you're as fast as a monk. Yeah. That's really cool. Yippee! So she's just rapid fire. Anything else happen at uh, the level up there? I got eight more spells. Nope, eight more HP. I think our proficiency bonus goes up by one. We're Maybe. at plus six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plus six. And then I get commune with nature as a ranger spell. So I can talk You can to talk plants. with like plants and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Neat. And you know, we've had such great conversations with plants so far. Very good. Okay. And Drew, why don't you tell us about what happened with Craval? Uh, not a whole lot with my level up. I literally just got uh, eight more hit points. So I have a grand total of 148. But this made me a 15th level cleric. So I unlocked eighth level spells. Nice. And that is literally everything that happened at this level. Clerics didn't get a lot at 15. Okay. But still, uh, eighth level spells. Mm-hmm. So you can like totally change the fabric of the universe now. No, that's that's. Oh, uh, that's ninth level. So sorry, sorry, sorry. That's the guy who's going to come up pretty soon. <laughs> Very good. And then Bryce, why don't you tell us what happened with Cotter on this level up? Yeah, Cotter got ten more hit points. Proficiency bonus went up by one, and he got an extra fourth and now fifth level spells. And because paladins can just choose whatever spells they have, I just uh, I also completely reordered my spell list to take advantage of that. Nice. What 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 are the highlights there? You really would make me pull that out, wouldn't you? Yep, I yes. would. So yeah, I actually have a because I uh, actually had been running behind on propel- preparing new spells as I gained them. I actually have uh, two non oath prepared spells, but. Uh, it's similar. You'll be happy to know I still have find greater steed. Oh, good. At fourth level, so I can use. We that. were worried. Yes. <laughs> uh, qu- use it so frequently. So. Qu- question: With all the new source material out, since since you, way back in the day when you made a level one paladin, did you pick any spells from those, or is it all just out um, of the age? Find greater steed is one of the new ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but th- it's a very lovely spell outside of combat. <laughs> I mean, is there anything like, well, I can't wait to try this in combat since we're about to go into said combat potentially. There's a good chance of combat happening. I actually don't look at... I think I have one of the additional books. So no. Yeah, I only have Tasha's in addition to the player's handbook, so I have not actually been looking at the other source books for character What did you pick for your fifth level spell slot? I picked Circle of Power and Destructive Wave. Wow. Jeez. Those both sound good. Yeah. Not sure what they do, but it sounds scary. I think we might find out in this n- upcoming battle. It's possible, yeah. Uh, I can't use um, fifth level spells, or fifth level spells are less efficient for Divine Smite 
So I might indeed do pull out some different. of these. Yeah, because you can only do the smite up to fourth level, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, very good. And then, speaking of bending the fabric of the universe, oh, and why don't you tell us what happened with Arlen on this level up? Um, Arlen gained also eight more hit points, which I think is an interesting thing that's happened between almost all of us. Uh, bumping him up to 139. Ooh. He um, gained one more meta magic in which I chose Quicken Spell, which allows me to, for the price of two sorcery points, change the casting time from one action to one bonus action for any spell. Um, I gained one more sorcery point, and I gained one more spell known, which I decided to choose the fifth level spell summon draconic spirit wow what does that one do um it lets me summon You're... a dragon <laughs> okay just a whole entire dragon an entire dragon what book did that come out of it comes out that sounds cautious of... or something yeah or fizzbands yeah or fizzbands that, that seems overpowered for a fifth level spell slot. well it's a Fizzband. spirit of a dragon so it's not like yeah. a dragon. it's not it's not an actual actual dragon but it's also Still dragon. sounds kind of overpowered, depending on what it does. Yeah, so it like let, a... Let's listen and find out how overpowered yeah. it might be. Um, I can choose whatever family of dragon it comes from. Um, disappears after it drops to zero hit points or when the spell ends. Um, it's basically just like a regular. Um, what's it called? I have no idea. Like a summoned thing. How long does it take um, to cast? One action. Jeez. But it's, you need something worth 500 gold pieces. Or 500 gold pieces. What's the something? An object with an image of a dragon engraved on it. Ah. Does it consume it? No. But it's concentration. Mm. Yeah. Ah, that could be a big problem then for Arlen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you a know. fly can land on him and that spell goes away. Yeah. Stay near the paladin. Um, But it has... um. The the attacks aren't super strong, but it's a dragon. So. Okay, so this is this this levels right here are why sorcerers eke out wizards, because with that meta magic, he can throw out any number of level spell as a bonus action, and then turn around and use that staff, and then really start messing things up. But wizards can get like up to second level spells that are treated like cantrips. So yeah, but they can magic still only magic. cast one spell. He's gonna be he has potential. Of earth, you know, that alt earth altering thing the DM was saying he has a ability to do that but at the cost of two sorcery points yeah, some fun okay well and then Matt why don't you tell us what's happening with Sorzak yes, yes. Sorzak has been studying the scroll and several interesting things happened now um, when striking with the fist or foot hits with a power greater than that of a war hammer nice so essentially D8 or D10 D10 nice and I'm sorry, awesome. you're still at a D8. Oh. No. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, what's your That's what's your passive perception? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you can sit there passively when she slugs you. <laughs> but through my studies and learning uh, the nature of chi, I have I have learned that with a touch, I can control the the chi of the person that that I touch. 
and with a thought and a near endless amount of times, I can simply wish you to die. Now, should you fail your constitution, you will take a hefty amount of necrotic damage for your trouble. This this is the quivering palm attack. Yes. So awesome. I love, Very fancy I love the difference. I'm that. like, yeah, I can shoot really fast. And he's like, I can touch you when you die. <laughs> and from anywhere as long as... So, as long if you as want to talk, if you want to, if you yeah. want to talk, assassinate. I can shake the king's hand, go home, and a year later, just say yep. die. Yep. Um, Do you want to read sorry. it? Or you want me to read it? How about you read it? That was pretty. That was a lot up there. So at seventeenth level, he gains the ability to set up a lethal vibration to someone's body. When you hit a creature with an unarmed strike, so you can't use your axe. Yeah. You and, spend, and you can't just shake their hand. You, you, can, you must hit them. Yeah. You can spend three key mm-hmm. points to start these imperceptible vibrations, which last for a number of days, equal to your monk level. The vibrations are harmless unless you use your action to end them. To do so, you and the target must be on the same plane of existence. When you use this action, the creature must make your con save. Failure. If it fails, it is reduced to zero hit points. If it fails. And if it succeeds. It's not much better if it succeeds. It's 10d10 necrotic damage. Which for most, like, peasants would be the same thing. No, all peasants. Yeah. You can have only one creature under the effect of this feature at a time, which is important. You can choose to end the vibrations harmlessly without using an action. That is ridiculous. I'd say that uh, succeeding would be worse for most peasants than failing. Yeah. Now, let's be... Yeah. Most peasants, I wouldn't even have to do that. My, my, my strike alone would do a minimum of six points of damage. If you, know, I just, you know, guys, I'm just not really sure I'm happy with all this peasant hate going on. <laughs> this is what happens what we when you, against peasants? you made us play peasants. Yes. For a while. So this is, this is just repressed peasant And we anger. died easily as a peasant. So it's kind of on you. No, this actually, is, this, is us, this is us paging through our feelings. Peasant yes. rage. Page. Yes. Well, welcome to our group therapy session. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, Jesse, why don't you tell us what's happening with Adria at level 17? Okay, so uh, Adri is continuing to, uh, rather than increasing skills in the monk-ish arts, is increasing her assassin abilities, um, and has now um, developed them at such a level that she is can consider herself an assassin. So, level three rogue, now um, taking the subclass assassin. Um, so, I now have um, the ability to assassinate. So, if I have... Um, if a creature that I'm attacking has not taken a turn in combat yet, I have advantage against them. Um, and any hit that I score against something that is surprised is considered a critical hit. So I'm excited to see how I can balance like my shadow step abilities where I cannot be seen with surprising people and critical hitting them just without rolling, um, which will be fun. Uh, and then in addition to that, uh, with proficiency bonus going up, I now have um, advantage and a plus 14 to all perception checks, which is super cool. Um, I still have a D8 to hit because I didn't increase my monk abilities, um, but I have like a plus 12 to hit, which is delightful. Um, I think I have the, the least amount of hit points in the entire party at 114, though, which is kind of a mm. bummer. But I think considering how much I can get in and out of yeah. even getting hit in the first place, I think I think it'll be okay. Okay, good. So yeah, quite a bit of fun and exciting stuff. I mean, we're really getting up there in the abilities. We're, yeah. I mean, we're getting to these toweringly swear, powerful abilities. I got like the least out of every... <laughs> well, you've multi-classed so much, though. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. yeah. You have no one to blame but yourself. 
I can blame Matthew and if so, I want to. And so for the okay. record, yes, I have to do an attack, but I can do a non-lethal aggressive handshake for one point of damage. If he He's got such an aggressive it. handshake. I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I see. I see a dungeon master saying, I know he does be... like to go by the rule of cool, but I see a lot of no's in your future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that, if he punches the That nose. could just be communing with my god, though. It's yeah. got to be like the, the Doctor Strange thing where she like punches him in the chest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bump them. Force astral self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm surprised that's not an ability. Oh, I'm going to write I'm that pr- I'm pretty sure there's got to be a monk ability like that out there. Mm. But yeah. Probably some sub But maybe not in, not in the canon. Last for one minute until save is made. Okay. Anyways, so um, let's see if actually the all these upgrades can actually save your poor selves there. So anyways, um, as we left the group the last time... Um, we really kind of gave short shrift to uh, where you are. Uh, you had just come up the tunnel. You'd gone into the courtyard. Everyone panicked. Um, undead arise. And uh, we kind of stopped from there. So um, you are in the great courtyard of the monastery that uh, Adri and Sorzak uh, studied in for all of their formative years. And it basically is about 150 by 100 foot um open area and it's interesting it's it's a bay in the mountains you know just basically a couple of flanks of of uh the the uh mountain had come out and left this one little plateau that was available and from the inside you can now see that uh, the wall uh, that separates it from the outside world which is to the left of the party staring at uh adri and sorzak out in the middle of the undead um is is uh basically the uh, the western wall there and that basically is uh stonework you can see from this side and there is a parapet on top that uh, there are a few more dead bodies on that usually is walked by the sentries you know just not a lot of people come up to the mountains in the monastery but you know from time to time there's some lost soul that needs to uh, be admitted and so forth so they do keep a couple of watch uh, people up there but on the outside this monastery is so old that the wall is so overgrown with moss and lichen and so forth like that, that it does actually look like just a piece of the mountain from the outside. Uh, directly behind where the party is, uh, minus Sorzak and uh, Adri, is the tunnel. You can see the little loop there of, of the tunnel there. And that goes down into the outside world through the great bronze gates. Um, to the right and left, uh, the far sides, the north and south end of, of the uh, bay here, so um, those are the two wings. Um, so built out from the two wings of the mountain that come out are the dormitories. And there's a single door on either side that leads into them. And uh, Sorzak and Adri, you know that uh, on the very northern side is the, the men's dormitory and the very southern side is the women's dormitory. And it's just basically a bunch of unadorned cells um, that uh, you uh, had your sleeping mats and your uh, small, meager personal effects that uh, that you had with you. To the uh, eastern side um, is the uh, communal buildings, and the on the bottom floor, you know that the uh, there's a kitchen all the way on the northern side, and then the eating room uh, or congregation room on the southern side. That's pretty much all there is to it. It gives you a place to go and do your training when it's bad weather outside or uh, to assemble for meals and, and what have you. 
And then you'll notice there's stairs at either end of that that leads up to a second floor above the kitchen and, and eating area. And that's where the master's quarters are. Um, and there are six masters, three men, three women. And uh, so the, the northern side, just like that's where the, the men's dorms are, the, that's the stairway to the men's masters and then the southern side. Um, and you all never actually been up there. Um, but uh, you would, and then at the very northeastern corner of the map is another tunnel going into the side of the mountain. And you know that's where the stores are kept. You know, that's where all the, the uh, foodstuffs and, and, and so forth are kept back. There was a, a natural cave, and you've had to go in there many times as, as no, you know, novices to go bring stuff out to the kitchen and help in the kitchen and so forth. And basically, it just goes into a cave, and there's just shelves there holding all of the different uh, foodstuffs that uh, you need there. And then in the back of that is actually a locked iron door. And um, your understanding was that that's where more valuable things are kept that uh, basically, and you've never actually even seen it open. It's, it, uh, it's been slightly rusty the whole time you've been there. So, you know, whatever, whatever is back there isn't of use that they actually open it on a regular basis. So anyways, that's where you find yourself now. Um, you're on the middle of the courtyard. You'll notice around the outside of the periphery in three locations are pairs of trees. And in between those is a little water feature, a little uh, stone, uh, almost tower-like thing, has water flowing down. It was built over springs that are naturally flowing in the mountains. And, uh, you know, percolates down into a peaceful little pond with the sound of the little tiny waterfall going there, great place to meditate by. Um, in fact, uh, your your personal master used to go to the one there in the, the northwest corner. And that was his favorite place to sit when he wasn't dealing with the, the, the likes of you. Um, and then the water just percolates into the pond. And then somewhere in there, there's a drain and it drains out uh, under the ground and, and then flows down the side of the mountain. Anyway. How so tall are the trees? The trees are about um, 20 feet tall. They are not terribly towering, but are, you know, provide a good little bit of shade right underneath it. Uh, and it's, it's a great place to sit, especially during the hot summer months. Um, but anyway, so you had run out in the middle of this courtyard. And as we said, the courtyard is strewn with bodies. And large numbers of them started to rise. Uh, you will notice that there's a lot of other bodies that are still lying down. They have not moved. You do not know if they are further undead that are just playing possum or whether they're just you know, dead monks uh, that are still going down there. As they're lying there, if you want to go across them, it's going to be um, two squares of movement to get across it because it's uh, difficult terrain. Um, or How else about if, this, like running jump over them? Um, well, once again, it's, it's going to cost you two squares because you're going to have to do the hop up and over. Um, not that it'll be a big problem for you guys. Yeah. Um, anyways, but then we have a whole lot more of them. 15 of these creatures has risen from the ground and um, has basically uh, come up and started surrounding you on all sides. So, uh, Melanie, if you can just start pointing them out in the corner here. <laughs> so, the one next to you, that is... Um, Four hours yeah. later. Dwarf cape. This is actually a dwarf with a, he's got a red cape. You can see that one. And that is glaive. And then that is sword. And that's clear for obvious reasons because it's clear. And actually, a little uh, closer to you is that is halfling uh, cape. 
you know, it was happening is very small. And then I have a feeling we won't be able to track these very well. And, yeah, and this will be rough. Bow and dwarf hammer, daggers, staff. Um, yeah, halfling <laughs> dagger. Little dude. Uh, that's halfling green. That's robes. Red. Scimitar. And then halfling sword. So yeah, there's a lot halfling of them, and they've sword. all just started rising from the ground. And uh, as you can see, um, Sorzak and uh, Adri are surrounded and have quite a few of the foes in between. And then the rest of you, the, there's quite a bit of foes between you and, and your companions. Anyway, so let's get some initiative rolls here. Oh, boy. Oh, boy is right. A, a, a little shaken here to start Oof. with? Yeah. Okay. Oh Lord, we all are. Um, we'll, we'll see. So, Jade? 12. Okay. I rolled a 2. Okay. So, yeah, you were, you were a, little, uh, a little caught off guard. And then Creval eight. Okay, it caught a lot off guard. Hey, the dice that dice have been used in a while. And then Cotter, uh, twelve low. Okay, so uh, everyone seems to be caught off guard. Yeah. Um. And then Arlen, one. Thirteen. Ah. He oh, tell hard. me he has the high roll. So far, so he far, that's, so far, he does. Write this down. Took five years, Arlen. Five yeah. long, horrid years, but you finally remember done it. when I um have a plus zero to initiative. Yeah, mm-hmm. took five years, okay. but you're first and, on the initiative. And Sorzak, for us. can you save the group? Ten. No. Okay. Yeah. How about you, Adri? Nine. You know what? Here we're gonna slit some palms, pour some blood on the dice, really wake them up. It's been—I um, know it's I been a hot minute. I have advantage on initiative, and so I rolled do I. a four and then a one. Oh, so this is not gonna be a good recording cool. by this dice roll. So in between eight and thirteen, well, that's uh, kind of a banner. Yeah, we'll of, do a lot in the middle of the yeah. round. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe towards the bottom, actually. Um, oh anyway. yay! So, yeah. What are we facing? They're all skeletons. Okay, so these are undead. Um, monks. So they appear to be, you know, physical Zombies? bodies of monks. Um, and um, they, but their eyes are blazing with this kind of piercing blue light. Oh, no. And um, as they're rising up there, you know, they, they do appear to be just basically shambling corpses, but they do seem to be more present than zombies are. So, yeah. Is, is the name of this episode All the White Stuff by chance? Uh, no, it's uh, y- Y'all Gonna Die, I think is the name we're going to have. <laughs> white? I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't think anyone all got that. All the right stuff. All the white stuff. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Wow. Well, the idea for a dad joke to be funny is that it be caught by other dads. That one was not a dad joke. Well, it has to be a parent. <gasps> I'm a parent. Make that. I was going to make that joke. Mm. Uh-huh. Still my Got joke. to do it first. Okay. So, um, well, let's get things started time. here. And first up is red. And red is going to advance one forward at Adri and is going to strike. So these are all monks with blue eyes glowing. Uh, yeah. Okay. Do they look like they're rotting? Um, they Well, they, they all look, you know, like dead corpses that have been sitting out for perhaps even weeks. Okay. Um, 
And uh, so they, they do not look like to be in the best of shape. Bloated and purple. Yeah. Well, actually, white. But yeah. Okay. And the first one is a nine, which is not going to hit nope. you. But the second one is a 22, which I do believe yeah, does hit you. That does. Okay. And. Ooh. Ooh. 27 points of bludgeoning damage as it punches you. So not just a zombie. Jeez. And you must make for me a constitution saving throw as it tries a stunning strike on you. Oh, no. They're zombie monks. I'm going to reroll that, I think. They're zonks. Whoop. Um, Burn another key point. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I want to do that this early on, though. Do you want to get paralyzed? I mean, does an 18 save? Um, is 18 the number you're going to settle 18's on? 18's the one I'm going to take. Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. okay, you're able to throw off the 18's a stuff. really yeah. good roll, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good roll. Yeah, I'll take that. Okay. And then the next one up is Halfling Daggers, which is right there by... Yep, and that's going to take a step forward at... Actually, one to the side there, so it can't be attacked by both of you. And we'll Darn. do the same thing at Sorzak. Oh! Well, the ten's not going to hit, but that nat twenty will. It's Ow. okay. You're wearing adamantite armor, right? <laughs> she says abs. Mm-hmm. Abzmantite. Abmantite uh, armor. <laughs> monk you. down, monk down. That's not as good a roll as the last one was. Fifty-four. Yeah. Um. Six. So just. Uh, oh my goodness. You might have been instant killed. <laughs> no. I, sh- I should have turned on my tranquility is what I should have done. Yeah. I thought your tranquility was always So on. just 32 points of damage because I didn't roll too well. But once again, I need a constitution saving throw. <sighs> oh. Plus eight. Oh, I'm, gar- I'm burning off a key point. Yeah, it looked like a terribly low number. That would be a 24. Okay, you're able to resist the stun. And then next up is Scimitar, who will also close in on Adri. That's staff. Uh, there okay. We go. There we go. And once more, two strikes. This is where that terrible initiative is going to be a problem. Um, so once again, the 10 won't hit, but I think the 20 will. Yeah. Okay. And, oh, I seem to be rolling really well against you. Yay. Are you still being hit? So 26 points of damage. Jeez. And um, once again, we need a constitution saving throw. 87 minus 26. I'll do that in a second. Okay. 59. Is it 59? Mm-hmm. Uh, 16? 16 does pass. Okay. And you're able to throw off the stun. 59? You said? Mm-hmm. Okay. Whoa. I'm not doing so good right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, Halfling Sword has to choose. I think that's going to go for Sorzok again. So <laughs> move forward. And um, the Nat 1 will not hit. Does 22 hit you, Sorzok, with your advanced AC? Yes. Okay. But no no crit strike this time. And once again, I'm not, it's not rolling well against you. They apparently like Adria a lot or something. Because I'm weaker. So 18 points of damage. And once again, must make a save versus, or constitution saving throw against stunned. Uh, 16. Yes, that passes. Okay, 
and then daggers gets to go and once again daggers is kind of way over there in the far side Strong. yeah how far how far is daggers from you two 30 oh perfect so advances at full speed and goes after um let's see here adri because there's only yeah. two attacking adri and there's three attacking sorzak so it wouldn't have been had the movement to go to sorzak yeah. anyways um, oh, well, this is not all that good, though. Um, a 16 and an 18. Do either of those hit? The 18 does. Okay. Let's see if I continue to roll well against you. Kind of. So 20 points of damage. That all? Jeez. And Andrew, what's your armor class? Uh, 17. Okay. Did you want to try to bend luck or something? I... Acted too late for that okay. last one, but in the future, yes. Okay. Constitution. And Constitution. Uh, nineteen. Yep, definitely. Okay. You know things are going bad when even the sorcerer is looking for ways to try to save you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. I'm not. I'm not doing so hot right now, guys. That was a lot of damage that I just took up front. Yeah. yeah. Like a lot. <laughs> who's Who's worse of the two? You. Uh, for sure, me. I think he's taken one hit. Two hits. Two hits. Yeah, but yeah. he. I I'm took also way rolling very him. well against Adrian, yeah. very poorly on damage against Sorzak for whatever reason. Okay, the next one up is Sword, who will uh, move forward and go after Cotter. And I don't think either he's going to hit a 14 and a 17, Cotter. Both do not hit indeed. Okay. And then Bo is going to go. And how far is Bo away from the main party? 25. Okay, so Bo will also go up and go after Cotter. That's more closer to 35 if you're doing diagonals, but yeah. And once again, a nat one and an 18. So I think your armor will save you there as well. Indeed. Okay. And then Halfling Cloak gets to go and moves forward and goes after Kraval. Uh, as a reaction, I'll attack him. Okay. Feel free to critical on this. Yeah, please take one of these oh, guys out. Um, I just remembered, by the way, as all of these are undead, I'm mostly assuming they all have disadvantage to attack me. Oh, well, <laughs> those, nice. those rolls were even worse then. Why? Probably protection from evil. All yeah, protection from oh, evil and good. Does that Holy affect body. us too? Or just you? What was that? Is that just you or is that an aura thing that affects just us? Just me, unfortunately. Okay. Okay, and Kraval, these this one attacks you. Um, that 13's not going to hit. Does a 21 hit you with your armor? Just a bit outside. Yes, it hits me. Okay. Okay, 26 points of damage, and I need a constitution roll from you. 18. 18 does pass. Um, and don't forget that you do get a plus four because you're right next to me. That's how, I'm, that's how I got to the 18. Yep. Okay, okay, and believe it or not, the party actually gets to go. Whoa! I get to attack. Uh, so yeah, you, you, you first we, you, you get, get your to reaction attack. attack yeah, on on yeah. the uh, please, oh paladin, powerful paladin. Uh, can we say that my sword is on fire, or is it? Um, you fire? did not state that. Okay, so my sword is not on fire. So that is a twenty-two to hit. A uh, twenty-two definitely hits. Is that halfling cloak or halfling dagger? Halfling dagger, or actually, that's halfling cloak there. All right, and because yeah, 
Where did I put that? There it is. I'm going to start with a second level Divine Smite. Okay. Are you serious right now? <laughs> yes, I don't know how much they can take, but I don't. Uh, you know, I, t- I retract that comment. Thank you. But you do get that anyway, bon- don't forget that bonus D eight for your smite though for the undead thing. Yeah, don't forget the bonus. Yeah. So one because cool. one for the weapon, one because I'm cool, one for the smite, one because they're undead, two more, sixty eight. Feels like your D eight off. This is why you don't want the person bad at math to be your paladin, <laughs> or at least simple math. Yeah. That's how I count. Uh, Forty three points of damage. Wow. Nice. To have like uh, cloak, most huh? of it radiant, if that matters. Um, it might just they are in fact undead. Okay. Uh, then the first roll was a five, so it's like thirty-six. Well, no, I, you just the t- the total is what we need. So forty-three. Okay. Forty-three points of damage. Okay. Okay, that staggered it, but it's still up. So. But yeah, that was a pretty darn good shot. Okay, mm-hmm. and then we get to go to the top of the of the uh, group here, and believe it or not, Arlen has the high initiative. <laughs> not okay. Oh, because I was like, You're, do we just not get to go this round? Nope. Like, <laughs> no, the top top of right. top. Of they, the have, they have the ability drain initiative. Yeah. Yeah. Drain initiative. Yes. Oh, what? Okay. What um, a great ability that round. would be. I can't really get a good feel from okay. How so looking at it right here. This is where you are. You are right. literally right there. Um, we are 60 feet from no, uh, Sorzak and uh, Adri. They are surrounded by seven, eight different creatures right now. Mm-hmm. Two okay. of which have and yet to move. You said eight? Eight. Okay, that means it's fireball time. Yes. I'm going to launch a fourth level fireball and using my um, new ability, I will burn two sorcery points to make it a bonus action so let's resolve that one first um, and where are you putting the fireball uh how does evasion work um it's we oh. have half damage guaranteed but if we succeed on the save it's no damage okay and i take very little damage from fire um, also keep in mind i am at 39 hit points it, should so. i blast I got you. on your head okay take one for the but team. i mean we have a, <laughs> we have advantage on it, or not advantage, but we have right. the key to re-roll for saving throws, mm-hmm. so I'm not too worried about it. Okay, now don't tell the don't tell the DM, but like, okay. do these people have adva- evasion too? Um, because I'm thinking of just like exploding it right on top of you. To yeah, that's fine. Everybody. Do it because you'll get I'm, all yeah, the dead for ones sure. too. Take it. Yes, do okay. it. I explode. I them. think centered on top of Sorzak. Like you take quarter damage for fireball, anyways, right? Because you're. Yes. I take half Tiefling. damage naturally. Yeah. yeah. So you take quarter damage. Guaranteed. That's the worst. Yeah. That's the worst I could take is quarter. Cool. So we're gonna do that. Okay. So we need um, dexterity rolls from the. This is gonna get basically everybody that's so immediately that. around them, huh? Come on, you can do oh, this. That is a twenty-six for me. Okay. Yeah. Um. 24. All right, so, so no damage I'm, for the monks. I'm fine. Thank goodness yeah. for Diamond Soul. Yep. Oh okay. my gosh. <laughs> so what what is Dope your What is your uh my DC, DC is 17. 17? Okay, I'm going to actually put these dice around so I can 
figure out where everything goes. Okay, so the only one that made their roll successfully was actually staff over there. Everybody else rolled below a 17. So That's staff good. will take half, everyone else will take full. All right. Oh, and they're also immune to fire. So 31. <laughs> 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 Actually, it doesn't matter. I made you look. <laughs> I was going to be a little upset uh, if that happened. Take 31 points of fire damage, Woo! and staff will take 15. Okay. You and should do that again as an action. Do, yes. Mm -hmm. no. uh, unfortunately, that's not how spells work. Yeah. You don't have quickened spell? That was a quickened uh, so spell. So the way that spells but... work is that you have to, if a spell is a bonus action, the only other spell you can cast that turn is a cantrip. Unless. Unless. I thought quickened spell unless... you could do an action and then cast another as a bonus act. Oh, no, no, no. no. That's right. That's right. I remember it, that. Yeah. Unless the yeah. spell you're casting comes out of a magical item. Oh, true. Do you have any magical um, items? Do you have that magic missile? Do you pew have pew a magical wand? item? He has several, in fact. You should pew pew staff just everything, for extra measure. Everything with a, from a wand to a giant stick called a staff of nailon. Yeah, nailon. Yeah, nail it's it's nail time to reach down deep and find your inner warlord and go nuts because your friends are getting the bejesus pummeled out of them. Yeah, there's a lot of bejesus on the floor where they got pummeled out of them. Oh, look at that. My bejesus. Everyone, this isn't the Bejesus Monastery. That was mine. This is oh. the like <laughs> right. The that's right. Monastery of Fist. This is the Buddha's um, the, the Buddhaist. Then no, wait, wait. Then hurry up and fireball. hurry up and all right. Show you what spell. now. Um, let's do that again. Fireball, please. Out of your staff. No, what can level? Adrian Half withstand another fireball? fireball? Oh no, I'll be fine because I can I can reroll with diamonds. That's true. Yeah. 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 Staff what of level? Milan Fireball. And we can evade. So yeah. What level this time? I believe it just is a straight third level. Yeah. Yeah, just, I, uh, I'm a 19 to save, so I'm oh fine. God, uh, Good Lord. You should that is ashamed. a 19 for me, too. Yeah. Okay. And so two fireballs come out, and let's see if anybody does better. Staff is doing really good. Um, everyone else is not. Oh, actually. So this, actually, I'm doing much better than last time, which is kind of nice. Uh-huh. Um, but still not critically better. Okay, so the only ones to save are staff and daggers and um, halfling dagger and halfling green, and that's it. So those four do save. The other four take it full on. That's okay, though. Oh, but his uh, Cotter's like forty something didn't take the the dude out though, did it? No. And that's radiant. Jeez. We don't know if the radiant did anything extra or not. Yeah. Um, I'm using one sorcery point to reroll my ones, and uh, that comes up to thirty two points of fire damage. Okay. Or sixteen points to those who save. Okay. So nice. some are at thirty two. Okay, so Robe didn't save, and Scimitar didn't save, and the ones that didn't save look pretty ragged about now, and then Red didn't save, and Halfling Green did. Something, something fully armed and operational battle sorcerer. Exactly. He went from being the glass cannon to being the glass death star. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, those ones look pretty darn bad. Uh, the other ones there, um, staff, 
and um, robes. Actually, robe um, took it full on as well. But staff and halfling daggers. Um, they they look pretty badly singed by that, but seem to still be hanging on there. And daggers, yeah. So yeah, that did a ton of damage to them, but it seems like they're doing pretty good. Um, although the ones that got hit hard twice are seem like they're barely hanging on. Okay, so good first round, Arlen. And then Jade, you get to go. There's a whole bunch of uh, folks all attacking you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I guess I'll, I'll take out my sword and start hitting the one in front of me. Okay, so you're going to go after sword then? Mm-hmm. Okay. You get the quiver of annihilation and you pull out a sword. <laughs> well, it's a spell. Can I recommend it's a first level spell? Hunter's Mark him first. So, so your sword affects that. I will. I'll Hunter's Mark him. And then I can break break out my acrylic rings. <laughs> yes, you've got your condition rings. Yay. Oh, sweet. Ooh. Sweet. I can't wait to see how these That's go. That's awesome. Yippee. That's really cool. Yep. I will take two slashes at him. Is that a Hunter's Mark one? Specific? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I even got one for stuns and all the sorts of stuff. The first one is a 23. 23 definitely hits. They're, they are just shambling corpses. Well, maybe not shambling. But the corpses all the same. For 16 points of damage. Okay. Um, to sword. To sword. My next attack is a 22. And that hits? For... 13 points of damage. Okay. Don't forget your mark. Is it? I thought it was only one. That you're thinking of the Beast Slayer from. And another six points of that. So that's 19. More? Yeah. Okay. Okay, that seemed to do some damage there, but still pretty hail. Anything else? Nothing I can do. Okay. Cotter, what can you as the paladin do here? Be a oh, pal. Right. What? Be a pal, man. Get rid of some of these guys. Can, can you do like in the D&D do... movie where you can just go and solo the entirety of all the undead in the same room? Oh, spoilers, man. Come on. I don't remember that scene. So anyway, uh, first I'm going to use my bonus action to light my sword on fire. Okay. It's now and a fire then sword. I'm going to use my fifth level spell slot to cast Destructive Wave. Oh, this sounds like fun. Tell us about Destructive Wave. So... You strike the ground, creating a burst of divine energy that ripples outward from you. Each creature you choose within 30 feet of you must succeed on a constitution saving throw or take 5d6 thunder damage as well as 5d6 radiant or necrotic damage, your choice, Good and Lord. be knocked prone. Well, this is a kind of like the anti-death knight spell, mm -hmm. you know, because the death knights gets to do that. So constitution saving throws for what's, what's uh, pretty within much everyone on this side of the field. Yeah. basically everything how about clear up here clear hasn't gone yet is it 30 feet oh uh clear was too spooky and i didn't see them so no okay still out of the range okay yeah so pretty much from this dead guy back this way okay so we still have sword and bow and uh dwarf hammer dwarf cloak um halfling cloak glaive and but that's it okay so six of them do i do i do my count correct 
I see six as well. Okay. Okay. And what's your DC? My DC is also a 17. Okay. So the only two to save would be um, Dwarf Hammer and Glaive. Everybody else takes it full on. So the two in the back, for whatever okay, reason. Okay, so the two in the back uh, take half damage and okay. are not knocked prone, but everyone else takes it full and is knocked prone. Okay. So first up, the thunder damage. And 10 plus 8 is 18, plus 3 is 21 points of thunder damage. Okay, 21 to all these guys. And then the half for the ones in back. Uh, will it have both of? Will it have the total? Like, if I roll another twenty-one on the radiant damage, will it have that? Well, it'd be half. It's half damage, well? right? So it'd be half what? of each of those. Yeah. Okay. Is it half of each of those, or half of each added together? Um, will it be half of the total? You just so just roll up the total and tell me what it is. And then I will choose radiant damage instead of necrotic. You okay. Know. Mm-hmm. That is 10, uh, 18 points of radiant. So I guess it didn't matter. Um, did I say 21 before? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, th- yep. so th- 30, 39 for each of the things in front. 39 points of damage to all of them, except for the halved ones who take 19. Yep. Okay. Did that knock down any of the ones that took a mass amount of damage from him earlier? Let's take a look and see. So... Um, 39 points to sword sword looks like sword is barely hanging on uh bow who hasn't been touched still doing just fine and then halfling cloak who has been hit multiple times is uh basically blasted flat and uh you know does no longer moving it looks like halfling cloak is out of it sweet Yay. And First then um, Dwarf Cloak, who hasn't been hit. And um, then um, Glaive and Hammer, both of them didn't get hit, only take a little bit of damage. I think that's everybody. And Dwarf Hammer. Oh, okay. That's, that's Dwarf Hammer. Okay. So, yeah, the. Uh, Which one's just Hammer? Oh, dwarf hammer. Yeah. Oh, guys, okay, the same dude. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, but yeah, sword looks like sword is barely hanging on at this point in time. The rest of them all kind of gets in damage. Okay, and then clear gets to go. So we'll take quick a question. quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, the monks that are on the ground that haven't alivened themselves that were mm-hmm. in the range of the fireball, like specifically the one. Ah, yeah. Um, all of them. That one, that penalty point, mm-hmm. point two is in range of the fireball. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, and, and yeah, it, it basically catches fire and just starts burning. Okay, so good. love the smell of burning corpses in the morning. Yeah, yeah at least you know like they're victory. not alive. Or I'm sorry, they're not unalive. Yep. And then the uh, the one that was here in front of the group, it just basically got blasted. You know, uh, another square further over and hasn't moved at all. So, um, okay. And then, yeah, so now Clear gets to go, and Clear will, um, you know, Clear is kind of in a bad spot for everything, so it'll race towards the group at the door. Not, not. I'm going to take a... And go 30 feet. Point of clarification. Mm-hmm. You're just calling him that because how it looks, not that he's actually invisible. No, correct? no, that, that's just because that's the mini I had. <laughs> just making sure. 
Okay, it, so it was a fair question. Yeah, it races forwards, and uh, then Sorzak, you get to go. So who around me looks the most ouchy? Um, so, um, the worst ones around you, actually, the one immediately around you uh, attacking you, um, Halfling Green has been struck multiple times and is looking um, a little worse for wear, but not terrible. Halfling Sword... Uh, looks much the worse for wear. It got scorched twice, so it, it looked like it's barely hanging on. And then Halfling Daggers, uh, once again, looks about as good as Halfling Green. And then Regular Daggers, kind of kitty corner to you there. Um, it looks about as good as the other one. So it, oh, the only one that took it twice that's immediately around you is Halfling Sword. All right, so I'm going to activate Patient Defense. And then, all right, I'm going to take my Staff. Do you have that feat where you can attack and then not get any sort of... Yep, mobility. So yeah. I can move and not get attacks of opportunity. So you could totally leave Adri there by herself. Yes, I could. But that would be rude. <laughs> Please don't. Hey, we came We came to help all our, our, our monk friends. So I'm just going to leave you to die like the monk friends? I don't think you so. You also shouldn't because you know at this point that I do much more damage when I have an ally in the same Ah, true. Range. Very so, true. And we stick together, which is why I'm going to swing my staff of striking on... On halfling sword on oh daggers okay daggers oh man that's only a plus 14 oh darn uh he says it like it's actually a bad thing so you hit <laughs> yeah yeah 32, 32? yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna do yeah well you, your your plus is greater than 31. their ac yeah because <laughs> it's just a shambling you corpse. can't not hit yes yeah. exactly yeah so um but I'm, but for entertainment purposes continue to roll so we can see the high numbers well, uh, that's just that. So uh, he, could, he could still botch. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I'm gonna do yeah. and activate uh, two spell slots on my staff of striking for another two d six of damage. But first, let me do damage here. Oh, a d ten plus eight. So eleven plus eight is nineteen. Uh, okay, nineteen points to uh, daggers. Uh -huh. Okay, it looks uh, significantly more damaged. Jeez, these things have some hit points. You guys don't remember these at all? You they, really don't, don't remember? We, we no. fought them on the battlefield. Correct. They're the same thing. Okay. Yeah, Did, I, I blurs together in my in my memory. And then, all these undead, you know. Yeah. It's, it's fire and radiant to really keep them down, and every every round they regenerate. And yeah, then that's right. I'm gonna take my second attack on two daggers, just to make sure I don't roll a one. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's only 20. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do another two on my staff. Better. So 15. Okay. Plus four. So another 19. Okay. And you obliterate daggers and down it goes. Yippee. Okay. So can I make a tactical? Because I know you, I think you're next. Yeah, I probably am. Um, Most likely. You should move um, to a no, safe place. actually not. Oh, cool. Oh, well, never mind. well, I was going to say a tactical retreat is that possibly that might be a better idea because you both could get back to us and even behind us. Yeah. Depending on. Well, and then I can I can do a lot more damage if I'm not in the center or in the mosh pit. Yeah. Or if there's a shadow in a tree, you could just shadow. Yeah. What is the, the lighting like? So you, you as you remember, you got here in, in uh, the middle of the day. Yeah. Yeah. So naturally. right now you're in the middle of the courtyard. That is absolutely no shadows whatsoever. How about in the tree? But so this trees area probably definitely have shadows. Yeah. yeah so, you, you so, if you could, so if you could get to the shadow of the tree, you could then bop to another tree. There And there's no trees like over by the entrance or nope. anything. There's the, no shadows. Those shadows in the tunnel. Well, yeah. The okay. tunnel itself. Yeah, yeah. But you could just shoot from the trees. I'm casting a shadow. They couldn't hit you with their fists. 
Yeah, but I also want to be somewhere where um, I get sneak attack. And that would require either that I have advantage, which is only with melee attacks from shadow stepping, or um, if I have a party member within range. Of... Yeah, but you're, you guys, both of you are currently surrounded yeah, by yeah, five, yeah. So six got, monsters. Got a little more immediate problems well, actually, here. what I would like, to, can I finish my move? I'm yes, please. To, I'm going to move here. Okay. Giving you Just move, sneak attack move on one, that guy. one to the Thank right. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Right in there. So that yeah, you're you're engaging scimitar there. So yeah. no no attack of opportunity for that though. Knife mobility. Oh, that's right, mm-hmm. right. Yes. So you don't now, have to land a hit as long as you made the attack. We're we're also high level at this point. We have so many little abilities. I can't I cannot remember what. Do all you the need me to remind you how much do. damage you took last round? Uh, this, this round actually, we're not even in the second okay. round yet. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so speaking of which, dwarf uh, cape um, or dwarf cloak pulls himself back up off the ground and steps forward. And goes after the sorcerer because he all of a sudden sees that the sorcerer is pumping out fireballs. Mm-hmm. And doesn't roll well. A 12 and a, a 15. Do either of those hit you? Um, I'm going to use two of my sorcery <laughs> points to reduce the second one. So, no, it does not hit. Okay, and you see him just flailing wildly and uselessly. Well, that was a useless thing. Mm-hmm. And then staff gets to go. And staff moves forward um, and fills the spot the daggers is in. Yes. And goes after Adri. <sighs> Remember what I said? Um, a 21 and a 17. Both hit. That's uh, kind of unfortunate. Yeah, it is. I'm going to die. Oh, and I'm wait. not even going to get to go. Can you bend low? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. At least to get the 17 one, yeah. Stop. Yes? Because you are you are 17, right? Yes. Cool. So yeah, any any not hit with the seventeen. Okay, so, you... so yeah, you're gonna bend luck, and it doesn't really matter what your roll. What what is the roll just for grins and giggles? Three, so it's down to a fourteen. Okay, okay. good. So you only take the the first one. Thank you. And I didn't roll terribly well this time, just 39? kind of well. Yeah, just just exactly just, how many hit just, points just, you have left? Uh, how many hit points do you have left? Thirty nine. No, I didn't do that well. <laughs> he rolled thirty six. So <laughs> or thirty eight or something. Just uh, 22 points. And you must make a constitution save. I'm going to re-roll that. That's better. Um, that die has some weight to it. Yes. Uh, 17. Yes, you are yeah. able to throw off the, the stun. Okay. And now, believe it or not, <laughs> it's Adri's turn. I've Yay. only lost... 97 hit points since we started. That's all. Well, uh, my in, goodness. In, in my defense, uh, when I set up this encounter on paper, uh, you know, a long time ago, I didn't really expect you two to just like go sprinting off in the middle of all Yeah, the undead, but of so. course we would. Yeah. So, okay. Um, and not try to run back. Well, uh, I'm going to go after Scimitar. Cause, well, first of all, I'm going to do patient defense. There um, we go. So that it'll be harder to hit me next time. Um, and then I'm going to go after Scimitar. Um, let's just start by wailing on him. Scimitar is like, as we saw, just barely standing. Okay. So I'm going to go after Scimitar first. Okay. Uh, 22 to hit. Yes. Uh, and then that would be nine points of damage plus sneak attack for another five. Okay. And Scimitar goes down. Sweet. Uh, then for my second attack, I'm going to turn around and go after green. Okay. Um, so of, of the ones that are there, um, 
Everything has uh, it only gotten hit once, so yeah, you might as well. You know, each ta- uh, one is just about as good as the next one. Yeah, and that's that's the other one I would get mm-hmm. sneak attack damage on. So I'm gonna go after green. Okay. Um, I I'm sorry, I did roll the twenty, and then I forgot what number it was. Um. Uh, twenty something. Yeah, twenty one something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for another ooh six, ten. 15 points of damage. Okay, it is still standing. Ah, okay. But yeah, looks looks about as bad as the uh, other ones uh, did there. And I don't have... Oh, wait, I still have a heel biscuit. Is that a bone? No, I already have my bonus action. Yeah. What does it yeah. do? What does a heel biscuit it's do? It's 44. Mm. Yeah. But I already did my bonus action, so... Never mind. Okay. I'll just try not to die. We, we, yeah, do your best. Yeah. And then next up is Creval. This could have been a lot easier if you guys were closer. I just want to throw that yeah, out there. Yeah, I know. Because you I'm, could just... unlike somebody over there who takes three actions around and a five actions around, I get one action per round. You could just run through all of the uh, summon solar various undead yeah, and take the, uh, the attacks right of opportunity at, and stunning you. attacks. Um, what I will do though is point at Adri while praying over her battered body. And a calm feeling will suffuse your body. It's kind of remembering of training when the sun shined on different occasions and your muscles were warm and loose and you were just mastering some of your techniques. And I will cast heal upon you because you are just within range and you will get back 70 hit points. Wow. Woo! Thank you so much. <laughs> Holy cow. No. I was real worried there. Uh, Nawada is not a cow now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Holy because, dragon. And because I am a cleric, that is my turn. <laughs> Thank you so much. But, but what a turn it was. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then Robe gets to go and moves forward, and Sorzok's right in its way. So mm-hmm. it's going to go after you there, Sorzok. And gets disadvantage. Yep. So the first one is, oh, a 22. It was either 22 or 23. And the second one. Oh. It's only a 20, because the nat 20 was negated. Well, that does hit me. They both hit me. Okay. So, well... Just you not know, as hard. A 20 hits you? I have, yeah, I have a you 20 hit, armor class. Okay. So, the first one... That's like obscene. Oh, I'm starting to roll a little better here. 26 points of damage. And I need a uh, constitution saving throw. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. That's 20-something. Okay. And the second one, back to rolling lousy again. Um, 19 points of damage. Okay. Well, I'm not done. And need a uh, mm. a uh, constitution saving throw again. Yeah, that's 20-something. Okay, good. Well, yeah. as, as it strikes me, my eyes grow white, mm-hmm. and this column of pure white light just manifests on it. Burning it with radiant damage for three nice. ten. Nice. And you hear the sound of cherub singing. Yes. This is a oh. upgrade to your hellish rebuke, angelic yeah. rebuke. Uh, yeah. What do we divine retribution? Yeah. Nice. So we'll have to explain that someday. Yes. Well, it's because he's all lawful good now instead of being chaotic but neutral. Fif- it. Fifteen mm-hmm. points of radiant. Fifteen points of radiant to, to uh, robes there, huh? And robes incinerates right in front of you. Whoa. With, you know, zoom. Just He's the, not standing better than he ever did. Oh, that yeah, because he took a lot of damage. Yeah. He didn't. He, he, he yeah, got, he got double fireball. Yeah. Okay. He didn't even have a chance. Kid. Oh, he did get you once. Yes. 
That's why I, I toasted him. Or and illuminated him with great ferocity. Dwarf Hammer, um, since he has all his movement, will come running forward and occupy the space that um, Halfling Cloak was in and go after Creval. Let's see if the, let's see if these guys <laughs> can hit any of the guys in armor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 21? I don't have armor. Oh. And these guys not in armor. Yeah, you have like a 15 armor 15, class or something, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. So I got a 13 and a 21. 21 hits. Okay. What are these guys' modifiers? Plus 16? I think he's just rolling really good. I'm only fair to Not that mm-hmm. consistent. Okay. So you do get one hit, and that's just well, 20 points of damage. Kind of middle of damage then. So 20 points of damage to you. And I once again need a constitution saving throw. 26. Okay. It's nice being next to the paladin. Yes. Okay. So you're able to throw out the stun. And then Glaive moves forward and will scrunch right by, right behind Red Cloak there. Behind? Yeah. Because that, that I think that, that space is, is that space available? This one, this one is. This yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Okay. Good. Oh. Yeah, that space is that's available. Supposed to be, okay, good. Yeah. So we'll then go after Cotter. Who that's is the only one armor. where he could attack anyways. Do not forget that I have protection from evil and good. So uh, he gets uh, disadvantage on attacks. So the first one's Absolutely. a 19. I don't believe that hits you. No, it does not. The second one is a 10. I don't believe that hits you. Maybe they'll just give up on trying to hit you. And then finally is Halfling. Think, I actually think you should try uh, as often as you can to hit me. That would be really convenient. I'll, I'll put that in the Let's suggestion box. Have them waste box. their turns, yeah. <laughs> okay, and Halfling Green goes, and he notices that um, Sorzok's back is to him. And uh, Sorzak he... can't track around. I knew I, he's there. He totally knows he's there because I looked to see who I wanted to hit. I know Green's there because you yeah. told me how he looked. But then, but then you just got done frying robes on the opposite direction. So, so it just negates the disadvantage because he did do patient defense again. Yep. So mm-hmm. it's just a straight roll. Yep, so just a straight-up roll. 17 misses you, but the 23 does hit. Can I be like, hey, look, there's a bird and all the other <laughs> He's like, whoa, where? So I'm 23 points of damage. I need a constitution saving throw. Uh, d- 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 21. Okay, no problem. I didn't stun anybody. This sucks. <laughs> yeah, you're stunned, aren't you? Yeah, going after the monks with this mm-hmm. is... Yeah. Well, going after high-level characters with this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just be like, just be like, there's a low wall written in the sky. And then yeah. I'll look up. That's our cat. Okay. Just, and just believe it or yell. not, that was just one round for all that. But oh my God. Um, we hate to split it in the middle of a fight. Well, but how, that, we got how much that. damage did I take? 23. Oh. That's he's, not good. He is yeah. barely hanging on. Yeah. So we will break at this point in time and we'll have to see what happens to the group here um, in the next episode because that's where we're going to stop today. Okay, yeah, I didn't get a chance to stun anybody in the first round. That was too bad. And can you believe that was only the first round? Um, And part of it was just that uh, these monsters, even though they are hitting like a ton of bricks, um, are uh, not terribly high level, so they couldn't have 
incredibly high level stuns. Um, obviously these are homebrew uh, creatures and uh, they are revenants uh, added with some monk powers. Anyways, so I think this is playing out kind of as we thought it would with the monks really being in a whole host of trouble, having run off in the middle of the group, but it seems like uh, they're not uh, going to die right away. Maybe we'll see. The, the party seems to be maybe turning the corner here, but what's going to happen? We'll have to wait for the next episode to find out. Until then, rate us and subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss an episode. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com with questions or comments. Follow us at Relic of the Past or Relic of the Past Podcast on your social media feeds. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head.